Good morning, Stone Village, and Merry Christmas. I hope that all of you are well and safe in this world. All is well in my world. The Lord be with you, and let us pray. God with us in this time set apart. In the quiet and stillness, may we draw near to you and to one another. May your word inspire our lives to act with courage and conviction to birth new possibilities of mercy and peace into this world. This we pray in the name of the Christ child. Amen. The reading today is from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy, for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those to whom God favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary, Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> it all started about nine months ago. Life was interrupted. The unexpected and unimaginable happened, and I wondered, how can this be? The government issued travel decrees. Some family, friends, and businesses became closed to us, saying, no, you cannot come in. You cannot be here. Life, life feels different now. 
Perhaps it will never be as it was before, before the interruptions began. You know what I'm talking about, right? I'm certain you do. It's not difficult to figure out. It's in the air. It's all around us. You know, don't you? Of course, of course you do. I'm talking about Mary. I'm talking about what she may have felt and thought during those nine pregnant months of her life. I'm talking about the first Christmas. That is what you thought I was talking about, right? Right. I'm talking about the angel Gabriel interrupting Mary's day and saying, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. You will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. I'm talking about Mary interrupting Joseph's day to tell him she was with child. I'm talking about the angel in dreams that interrupted Joseph's sleep. I'm talking about Emperor Augustus in the travel decree in the trip to Bethlehem that interrupted Mary and Joseph's life in Nazareth. I'm talking about how their plans in Bethlehem were interrupted because there was no room for them in the inn. I'm talking about the angel's announcement that interrupted the shepherd's nightly work. I'm talking about the shepherds interrupting Mary's recovery after childbirth. I'm talking about the child that interrupted the ways of life in this world. I'm talking about Christmas in those days and Christmas in these days. Christmas comes not in spite of the interruptions, but by way of the interruptions. It did in those days, and it does in these days, too. I wonder what interruptions have come into your life over these past nine months. Interruptions come to us all the time and in a thousand different ways. Some are welcome others are not. Some are completely unexpected and take us by surprise. Others are desired and prayed for. It could be a knock on the door or a phone call, a sudden insight or a new understanding, a dream or an event that changes the routines and rhythms of your life. It could be a new opportunity, running into an old friend or making a new one. It could be the death of a loved one, the birth of a child, a marriage, an illness, a failure, or disappointment, a divorce, losing a job, finding a job, retiring from a job. It could be news you never wanted to hear or news you had waited for your whole life. Some interruptions are inconveniences. Some are life-changing, needed, and necessary. Some interruptions give us something and others take something away. Some ask us to take on something new and others ask us to leave something behind.
behind. So let me ask you again, what has interrupted your life over the last nine months? Every interruption sets choices before us. Every interruption asks us to respond. Despite her confusion and lack of understanding, Mary responded, here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. In Joseph, he took Mary as his wife, but not before first having planned to dismiss her quietly. Then he went to be registered with Mary in Bethlehem, according to the emperor's decree. Though terrified by the angel standing before them, the shepherds left their fields and went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And Mary responded to the shepherds with silence, but she treasured their words and pondered them in her heart. What strikes me about each of these responses that I have just shared with you is each response was an opening, not a closing. Each response held door open for life and more life. Each response was an opening to the future and the possibility of something new, the chance of something different, something that would transform the present into something else. And so here's what I wonder. What if each interruption in our life is an invitation, a breaking in and prying open of the present moment in order to stop us, or at least slow down our life so we might take account, pay attention, wake up? What if each interruption in our life is a holy space, a manger cradling possibilities that we've not considered, imagined, and thought possible? What if each interruption in this time and in these days is as pregnant with life as were the interruptions in that time and in those days? The question isn't whether our lives will be interrupted. <laughs> they will be. The question is this, what will you do? How will you respond when your life is interrupted? Are you closing yourself off to the interruptions? Are you angry, resentful, resistant, stubborn? Are you living in fear and unwilling to change? Are you running away from the interruptions? Are you refusing to look at, listen to, or discover what might be waiting to be born in you? Or are you open to the interruptions? Are you asking yourself what they might be offering you? Are you letting them recenter and recalibrate your life? Are you letting them point, guide, and nudge you in different ways of being? Are you willing to let something new be birthed 
in you. In every age, the Christmas story is a story of opening, opening to the interruptions of this life. It was on the first Christmas, and it is today. It was for Mary, Joseph, and the shepherds, and it is for you and for me. Somehow, through the interruptions of our lives, the Christ child is born anew. I can't tell you how that all happens. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand it any better than Mary, Joseph, or the shepherds. I only know this. When we open ourselves to the interruptions of life, there is the real possibility of the divine breaking in. Light interrupts darkness. Peace interrupts chaos. Hope interrupts despair. Love interrupts hate. And life interrupts death. And isn't that why you're here? To have your life interrupted one more time. That's why I'm here. And I hope this is why you are here too. I hope you trust and believe in this story and realize it holds good news of great joy for your life, for my life, for all life. Love has come not for some, but for all. Christmas is God's loving yes to all people. And with this love comes great possibility for you and for me and for this world to be remade as God intends. And so this day and the days to come, reflect on these last nine months. Consider the interruptions. Ponder what has been waiting to be born in you and through you. And above all, be open to it. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Thanks be to God. Amen. I give thanks to God for each of you, and I pray this day you bear witness to the love of God in this world. Bear witness to the love of God so those to whom love is a stranger, they will find in you a generous and loving friend. Amen. I love you, stoners. Merry Christmas. Bye.